This is Uinta Golf and Zone Sports Network 2020 PGA Championship Update with Real Golf Radio's Bob Casper is brought to you by Moundland Supply, Zions Bank, Hoops Vision, Siegfried and Jensen, and get some guns and ammo. Time now to bring in Bob Casper. He's on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Bob, good morning. How you guys doing this morning? We're doing well. We have a major championship. It's about time, right? And it, it, traditionally, you know, the PGA championship needs to go first. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, well, whatever. No, it, you know, traditionally, up, up until the last couple of years, it's been, it's been last. It's been in August. And here we are in August again with the PGA championship, but it is the first one of the year, yes. Weird times. What are you going to do? All right. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to draft it. Who's We're going to draft it already, huh? Yeah. Who's who's going first, PK? This is PK. PK really wanted to do I this. Think, I go third, and I think we let the expert go first. All right. <laughs> Bob, you want to go, go ahead first, and draft huh? draft Tiger and move this thing along? No. I'm going to pick <laughs> Justin Thomas. <laughs> Yak and I were discussing Ooh, this. The hot one. Yak and I were discussing who's going first. <laughs> uh, no doubt in my mind. There it He's is. The first round draft pick, yes. Because I think we know why, but go ahead and spell it out for the folks. Well, he's playing some phenomenal golf this year. Um, he's number one in FedEx Cup, FedEx Cup points. Um, yeah, he's just he's just playing great golf and coming off a win last week in the WGC. So I just think he's got um, I think he's got a great opportunity to win his second PGA Championship this week. All right. Okay, and I wanted to go three rounds like we did. But before you go, DJ, I want to ask Bob, do you think anybody is the obvious favorite? Obviously, you go with JT, but do you think that he is the obvious favorite? Well, you know, it's it's pretty interesting in the game of golf right now. There's a lot of parity. You've got John Rahm, who is number one in the world. You've got Justin Rose, or not Justin Rose, but Justin Thomas. Um, you've got uh, Brooks Kepka. Uh, who's coming off back-to-back PGA Championship wins? So this could be three for him. Um, there's just there's just a lot going on in golf right now, and a lot of guys that can win. So yeah, I wouldn't say there's one that's that's like Tiger Woods of the past that is the pick that that everybody picks every time. Yeah. Okay. So. <clears throat> Playing the odds and not expecting, I'm I'm really tempted to pick Brooks, but I just don't expect anybody to win a major three times in a row. Stuff goes wrong, so I'll go with John Rom. He's the world's number one. Don't be an idiot. Don't overlook the obvious. I'll take Rom. Okay, it's a good, it's a great you, you pick. Can't take Rom. Great pick. I get. I get six captain's picks, and there's six Sun Devils who are in you the field, Stricker, so I get huh? them all. You want all the Sun Devils? <laughs> I get Xander Shoffley because he's an Aztec. <laughs> all right, you got Rom. Yeah, I mean, he's a bomber. He's seems like he's going to at least be in contention at some point, whether it's uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We'll see about Sunday. Has I'm going to go with somebody. Yet, he's been right in the middle of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like his time is – He. I said this the other day. See if you agree with this, Bob. We were talking about this, uh, guys who remind you of Dustin Johnson, and I was saying Finau and Rom 
right now remind me of where Dustin Johnson was. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and and Dustin, you know, really uh, stood it on its ear when he became a better putter and a better wedge player. So, um, you know, those are those are some things that Tony needs to become a better putter. Um, and um, you know, John Rahm went to number one in the world after he won at Muirfield at Jack's event. Um, but I was only able to stay there for a couple of weeks. I'm going to go with a little out-of-the-box pick. I'm going to go Patrick Reed. You're going to go Patrick Reed, huh? Yeah. Wow, that is that is a definite out-of-the-box pick. So do you get another pick and it's then we come back the other way? And then we come back the other oh, way, or is it no. my pick again? No, no, that, no, no. no. I'll go. I'll go last every time. Okay. Because, okay. as you know, Bob. I mean, I mean, you can relate to this very well. You're a scriptorian. Because come Sunday, the last shall be first. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so it's my turn. I've already picked Justin Thomas, huh? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a a uh, former Cal Bear. Um, golfer, guy that understands the area Colin. and understands playing there. I'm going to say Colin Morikawa. Yeah. Interesting. You're figuring a little local knowledge worked in there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, and, and he's played some from, he's only missed one cut in his PGA Tour career. And um, one earlier this year, lost in the playoff. Um, so, the guy that's guy that's young. He's only been on tour for I think he's only got twenty five or twenty six starts, and he's already won twice. So um, he's twenty two years old, isn't he? Yep, he's young. He's young. He's a good player. So I'm going to say Colin Morikawa. I'm surprised you didn't wait for the third round and figure he'd still be available. I thought you'd take he a bigger name and been. then have a dark horse pick in the in the third and final round. Yeah, he probably would have been, but I'm taking him. That's interesting. All right. Uh, well, forget all the talk about odds then and just give me Kepka because I don't know what it is, but he just turns it on for majors. So I like it. It's a good pick. Really? Like you expect a guy to win a same major three times in a row, though? I mean, You know, um, I wouldn't put it past him. He flies under the radar. Um, every, every time he tees it up in the major, everybody looks other than him. And here, you know, he finished second last week. To Justin Thomas. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays well again this week. All right, I'm going to go with a big name whose rep slipped a little bit, but uh, if he wins, I don't think anybody's going to be shocked, and that's Rory. Of course you're going to go with Rory. Honestly, I thought Bob was going to pick either Rory or Kepka because it was getting late for big names, and I was just going to take the other one. I was stunned. You threw me a curveball, Bob. I had to make a choice. Ball with Colin Morikawa. Yeah, because I, I figured you'd take one of the big names and then you'd have a dark horse in the third round. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking well, before you came on the air. You know, how's Bob going to pick? Yeah. So. yeah, I just, I, you know, I, I came out of the, I came out of left field, didn't I? You did. Yeah. And it's your, <laughs> it's your pick again now. So who you got? Well, I was going to say that Rory's won on this golf course. So he won the match play on this golf course. So um, this is, this is, this is a good place for him. You know, I really want to. I really want to say Tiger Woods. Of Tiger's you do. won here um, in Amex, and he was five and zero in the Presidents Cup. Um, and but I'm, I'm just unsure about the cold weather and his back and that kind of thing. So I'm not going to. Yeah. 
<laughs> kind of big tiger. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go with the Utah sentimental favorite with Tony Finau because I think he's got Tony. He's got, Tony. Uh, yeah, he's got um, <laughs> I, I, with his good play as of late. Um, I think I think he, it's time for him to to get over the hump and and Tony um, win another golf tournament, let alone a major championship. Be awesome. Okay, so you know the big names at the top, and I'm thinking, who's my dark horse at the end? And and Yach's a big golfer, and I want him to have a voice in this. And I'm going to be totally honest with you, Yach. As soon as I said Yach, give me a dark horse, I thought he's going to give me something just way out there, and then I'm going to feel like I have to do it, and I don't want to. But then he blurted out Webb Simpson, and tell him why you gave me the yep. why. Well, yep. Webb's won twice this year. He chased down Tony Finau down there at the yep. at the Waste Management. He also won one other time, and he's been playing just extremely well all year long. And so I was going to, as soon as I asked, I like, I wish I hadn't asked because I'm probably going to want to blow it off. And then you pitched it and you sold it so much, I'm in. Webb. Okay, and the other thing about Webb Simpson is he won the U.S. Open at Olympic Club, which is just across mm-hmm. Lake Merced, like a mile away. So uh, Webb is a great pick. Webb is a great pick. But? <laughs> Come on, it's you, Comma. TK. <laughs> so who do you got? Who do you got, TK? Do, do, I go, do I go to my default? Because I don't know if you remember, Bob, but through the mid-portion uh, of this last decade, DJ remembers when we would mm-hmm. have you on, I would go with Dustin Johnson every single time. I figured the guy's got too much talent. He's got to do it at some point. So... Yeah. Do I go there, or do I go somebody a little off the beaten path, like uh, Rich Beam? No, of course I wouldn't go Rich Beam. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> How about Zach Johnson? I mean, Zach J. Johnson from Utah. Uh, that's that's definitely off. Either, either off CJ would there. be. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I think I'm going to go with uh, – Sort of a, a blast from the past. Even though it's not that far from the past, but it's still from the past in terms of where he was with his game. I'm going to go Bubba Watson. Ooh. That's an okay pick. That's a good pick. Bob, you're so nice. Would you tell any of us that that pick sucked? Yes. <laughs> you would not, Bob. You would if not. If I said Rich Beam, he would. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, this is it's going to be interesting because um, uh, Phil Nicholson's uh, former caddy Bones, um, he caddied for Justin Thomas last week. He's on the bag again this week, um, but he said that with the weather and the breeze and the dampness and everything, the golf course is going to play almost eight percent longer than what the yardage is. So guys are going to have to adjust to that, which means to me. The guys that hit it long are the guys that are going to uh, that are gonna have um, a really good opportunity to win this week. And so um, the the guys that hit it shorter, they're going to struggle. Um, the guys that hit it longer, they're going to be able to take a little bit better advantage of the golf course. And yet, with that in mind, none of us went with Hercules DeChambeau. No. Mm-mm. You know what? Why not? The, the caddy on our show has a new name for him. Instead of Bryson, it's Bison. Bison DeChambeau. 
because he's so big and burly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. You know, he he came out of the he came out of the COVID um, break, um, just firing on all cylinders. Um, he's kind of backed off a little bit, and uh, and he's you know he's he struggled with with his play as of the last couple of weeks. So um, yeah, I I don't know I don't know how this golf course is going to set up for him. And, um, you know, he's a guy that just likes to, to vomit and bash it as, as hard as he can. He's kind of changing the landscape of golf right now as far as in his mind. So it'll be interesting to see what he does this week. But, no, I didn't, I, I didn't want to pick him. So I read a thing that the, uh, the trees on this course are so big, accuracy is going to be rewarded. Guys who are used to uh, finding their way back onto the fairway, if they get in a little bit of trouble, the angles are going to be greatly reduced. Yeah. Are these trees yeah, also really tall? You can't hit it over them in spots? Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty tall. They're, the, they're those big cypress trees that they have there in, uh, in the Northern California area. And the other thing is, is that if if your ball flies into one of them, um, a lot of these trees will uh, gobble them up, and the ball won't come down. So um, you could see that happening this week. Um, but yes, it's uh, there's a lot of lot of great tree lined fairways. It's just a really unique golf course. Johnny Miller grew up playing this golf course when he was a kid. Uh, Ken Venturi did as well. Um, it's it's. It's been redesigned and and brought brought back to its um, its uh, great luster as a golf course and that kind of thing. So it's it's going to be fun to watch how they play this week. And the other thing is, this is the, this like Torrey Pines, um, the South Course. This is a public golf course, so anybody can go and play this golf course. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. When it comes to that, did you know that I believe Ken Venturi's parents were named Fred and Ethel? <laughs> Where did that come did you from? Know that? Fred and <laughs> Ethel. I thought that was Merck. Yes. I know. No, I was reading in Golf Digest. Jim Nance did a little thing reflecting on his long broadcast, his longtime broadcast partner, which obviously that was Ken Venturi, right? And yeah. then he wrote in the story, in the it was, it was like a personal account of Jim Nance's reflections of Ken Venturi, and he put in there that Ken Venturi's parents were named Fred and Ethel. And I oh just my goodness! That, that was okay. unusual. <laughs> and, that's a that good little bit of trivia me. there, PK. <laughs> Fred and Ethel. Yes. Now, I mean, you're not going to get that from anybody but me. I mean, DJ's not going to give you that. That's going to be me. That's what I. That's no. what I bring to the show, Bob. You bring to the show. DJ's going <laughs> to bring the SoCal my- perspective. <laughs> with that in mind, when we get to Sunday, what do you think the winning score is going to be relative to under par, or even par, or over par, whatever you might think? Well, PGA of America, they normally set up a golf course so that guys can play, guys can play and guys can guys can score. So I would imagine this pro- this PGA Championship is probably going to be somewhere around six to eight under par. Uh, that's a pretty pretty uh, conservative look at it. Um, and you know, it, the interesting thing is, is it came from almost a hundred degrees last week. Um, and warm and everything, and now everybody's bundled up and wearing jackets and sweaters and, and that kind of thing. And it's 
you know, it's around 50, 60 degrees in, in Northern California. So uh, it's going to be different. But I think, you know, six to eight under par is probably going to be a good score. Do people like Brooks Kepka? And I ask that. He's always seems to have a little bit of an attitude that isn't quite golf. He always, and partly it's his build, you know, he looks like a linebacker. But when he mm-hmm. says stuff like, I'm defending, aren't I? Okay, just checking. It's like, that's not really how golfers talk. <laughs> you know. Now, in a sport with no defense, and you just go do your own thing. Maybe for a lot of guys, it just rolls off their back, right? Because it doesn't matter what somebody says. You either make the putt or you don't. You know, you just yeah. you're you either write down three, four, five, or whatever, right? So the words don't matter. But on the other hand, I can see where that would rub people wrong because that's not how golfers usually talk. Well, you know, Brooks is interesting because here's a guy that that got on the PGA Tour by way by virtue of playing in Europe. So he went and played the the Challenge Tour in Europe, then got on the European Tour then played well enough on the European tour to get in some of the WGC events, made enough money on that to get on the PGA tour. So he worked his way on in, in a, in a span of a year, year and a half, two years, something like that onto the PGA tour. It wasn't long before he won. And then he started winning major championships. When he started winning major championships, it kind of loosed his tongue up a little bit. Um, and he became the guy that, that, that felt that, um, that he could view his opinions and, and make his points, and and that's kind of what he done, what he's done. So Brooks also feels slighted because he feels like he um, nobody gives him nobody everybody puts him under the radar, and and nobody gives him credit as one of the favorites coming into a major championship. So you know he those those types of things roll off his tongue pretty easy, uh, especially as of the last year and a half to two years when he's become pretty vocal. So. Uh, you know, he's a guy that lives lives life kind of to the fullest and does some kind of crazy things. Um, you know, was in that um, that Sports Illustrated muscle muscle edition or body edition or whatever. Um, received some criticism for that, but Brooks is Brooks is a good player, and yeah, he's got a little bit of a cocky edge to him, no doubt. Did you see? That's why I liked him. <laughs> PK <laughs> PK had me uh, look up the uh, Bubba Watson Brooks Kepka thing. Did you see that the weight room? Uh, I did not. <laughs> Are you in front of a computer? <laughs> I am in front of a computer right now. We, we want to hear your reaction as you look that up. <laughs> Bubba Watson was, it was and on Twitter. Kepka was, weight room. Oh, was it on Twitter? Is that where you saw it? PGAtour.com, I follow him, and that's that's where I saw it, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Is it recent? Uh, it's a couple of days old now, so it'll take a while to find it. You can just tell them. It was at the beginning of the week. Okay, it was the beginning of the week. Uh, they oh, both. Okay. All, all I'm going to tell you is they both end up with their shirts off. Oh. <laughs> I bet you one looks definitely better than the other. <laughs> uh, as PK pointed out, Bubba's a good sport. Doesn't take himself yeah, too seriously. Exactly. Listen, if you're um, if you're gonna if you're gonna jump on and do a do a um, you know a song with with uh, with the golf guys and that kind of thing, and you're wearing um, you're wearing suspenders with no shirt underneath, yeah, I would think that would probably come along pretty good. <laughs> All right, Bob, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, and we will. Uh... We, we've got this yak has uh, etched these in uh, in stone now, so we're gonna awesome. we're gonna want to talk okay. on Monday and see how this ends up. 
Sounds good. All right. Thanks, guys.